When it comes to robo-advisors, well, it's complicated, but for big companies, the reason is not what you probably are expecting. We will explain and reveal the results of our Money Friends poll on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebell, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. Coming to you from Detroit, Michigan, and my mom's half-finished basement, where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Salcihai. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Thanks to Rocket Dollar for supporting Money with Friends. Rocket Dollar account holders have the ability to invest their retirement savings in anything they choose through Rocket Dollar self-directed IRA or solo 401k. Make investments directly into real estate, private companies, peer-to-peer lending, crowdfunding, and everything else allowed by the IRS. Get $100 off your setup fee by heading to rocketdollar.com slash MWF. That's rocketdollar.com slash MWF. Big thanks to the guys from Rocket Dollar. We just had them on Stacking Benjamins, Bobby, talking about how Rocket Dollar works. People that want to dive in more on uh, on that. We did our Friday FinTech segment with them. But but how are you? You ready for, we're in holiday week. We are in holiday mode here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so Relaxing. We, absolutely. Well, and the robots Letting the robots do the work. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are, because apparently they don't have, robots don't have as much work from large uh, financial firms as they'd hoped. We'll get into that today. Let's see who's helping us kick off today's show. This is Bethany from the Money Millhouse. Friends, check. Money, check. Friends with money, let's do this. This is uh, this piece comes to us from financialplanning.com, the place where uh, financial planning nerds go and hang out. Uh, it's written by Ann Marsh. Why robos are no-goes for large firms. Robos have not blazed the revolutionary path through wealth management that many have broadly anticipated. Robo advice is not a panacea, says Stephen Dorval, who launched the saving and investing app Twine for John Hancock Financial Services. It's part of a puzzle. It's proven so far to be a feature, not a business. Rather than wholesale transformation, a large firm's business models, robos have instead helped them make incremental progress toward their digital goals, according to Dorval, the former head of innovation and digital advice for the insurer, and Drew Seaver, CEO of Harvest Savings and Wealth Technologies at Financial Planning's Invest West Conference. I think everybody's been off and wrong, including myself, in thinking robos would revolutionize large firms' business models, Seaver says. Bobby? Um, I've kind of lost you there. Um, let's see. Um, the interest signals of advisors has also blocked much growth in the robo space, according to him. So part of the resistance is cultural, says Dorval, who now works in, the, in as an industry consultant. Some RAs believe it has become too easy to serve clients and it will hurt their ability to charge all the fees that they want to charge. Advisors are notoriously difficult to get them to change their business and their habits. Inertia is a powerful force. It is possible that robot technologies will take hold only after today's seasoned advisors, largely in their 50s and 60s, retire. They are trying to build a lifestyle business where they are making a nice living. Scale is sort of a non-factor. In other words, they don't really want it, Joe. Yeah, well, They kind of want to keep things the way that they are. Well, here's the thing. Number one is being a former financial advisor, uh, older advisors very much have set up a, uh, they're, they're what we call lifestyle entrepreneurs, a lot of them, meaning they work for themselves 
They have a system. They have clients that are older. They're older. The system works, by the way. And it's funny because they say that inertia is a bad thing, but in some cases, inertia is a good thing. If you have a system that's working right now for your clients, why would you change it to something that you don't trust, you're not sure of, you don't know anything about, don't really care to know anything about? Like, I think, I think there's a lot of push on older advisors going, well, these fuddy-duddies just want to charge high fees. I don't always think that's the case. I do think that's the case with some people. I think that some of the bottom feeders in the financial industry think, well, how can I justify my fee if I'm telling people that the robot's doing it? <laughs> like, I can't, I can't charge high fee. I don't think that's, that's the case as much, though. I think these advisors yeah. already have systems that work. They like their system. Going to take a lot to move them. And the clients are not demanding it. The clients are happy. If they're staying with them, you have to presume that they're happy. And it'll be interesting, as they alluded to, what happens with the next generation that is not locked into this heavy human-handed relationship. I mean, a lot of people really like to, for example, it's not that they want to pay a higher fee, but they like the total package of what they're getting from that financial advisor, which may mean uh, having uh, meetings with in-person meetings where you have a speaker or going to conferences that these firms put on, which they do find valuable, where you are getting people speaking to them and you can mingle with the people that are handling your money. People want that. I like the fact that they are using it as one tool, probably one tool of many. And younger, newer people, when they're first starting out, may want the robo-advisor because it's more affordable. And also it can be unemotional. It'll be interesting to see as the younger investors acquire bigger assets, if they too want these... um it costs more money, but these other added benefits that come with human advisors. I, d- I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking about this. I don't, the number of times that people ask, like how, 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 what's the mechanism by which the advisor picks investments? If it's a holistic advisor, I don't think it really comes up. And, and number two is if it works, like if it works, do you really care whether the advisor is using a robo or not? If it's holistic, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that it, that it particularly matters. If, if, if I've got a good relationship with my advisor, whatever system they have works, am I clamoring down their door going, no, I want the robot to do it? No. I think People it's, want to reach their goals and they, yes. just, and, and they want to pay the right amount of money for it. And if the advisor is getting them there with or without a robot, they really don't care because they're getting to their goal. I think it's more about efficiency. And I think that younger advisors looking at how they can be more holistic by delegating this fairly mundane task that more and more is becoming a commodity, like those people have the aha because they're used to the technology and they don't have the system yet. Um, So I get a little frustrated by articles like this because it presents advisors kind of as fat and lazy and, 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 and I think there's deeper, less nefarious stuff going on. Um, really? Yeah, I do. I do. I think that if the system works, why change it? I think there's a big, I think there's a big issue here. I think that a lot of people like to paint advisors as not knowing what they're doing, fee, uh, hungry, uh, people, I worked in this industry. Yeah, those people exist, but not to the degree that I've seen the media talk about it since I entered the financial media space. In the media space, it's been, oh, all the time. Um, uh, uh, how do you make sure your advisor's not ripping you off? 
how advisors rip you off. Like it's the, it's the sexy title. How do I lower my fee? Fee, 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 fee. It's like Vanguard took their marketing message and they were so successful at it that now it's the only thing people know how to talk about. They don't know how to talk about the rest of the package about what advisors really do. The difference I've seen is most financial advisors had a system, knew how to work the system and knew how to do it in a way where it impacted their client's lifestyle as little as possible. Like the good people that I worked with so that people would be much more efficient without it, you know, without, without having to worry about it every second, automating, helping people automate a lot of stuff. And it's funny because I think my pushback would be the reason people need robos is because they don't have a system. So if you have an advisor who already has a system, why do you why do you want to change your advisor system? If you don't have an advisor, that's why robos I think are much more successful with people who aren't advisors because these people don't have any system. Like go from no system to a robot doing it, great. But somebody that's already got one, is it is it really an upgrade? I don't know. Well, somebody's also programming that robot. And we've seen sometimes they're programmed to do things that people may not want them to do. There's an sure. there's a lot of assumptions that often can take place with a robot, robo where it's pre-programmed and then it will do things and and that maybe a human that thought through your goals wouldn't do. Um, I think you're gonna find it very interesting what our many friends said in our Instagram poll. We did ask them, we said we're gonna be talking about robo advisors, and we asked them if they had used one. And it's interesting because the article basically says they haven't caught on the way some people predicted. What do you think our money friend said on Instagram? Oh, I'd say in our audience, um, younger use technology, use Instagram, 70% yes. No, almost the opposite. 82% said not yet and 18% said yes. Mm, and we did have a fairly high, I mean, well, we had, I'll tell you, we had almost 40 people voting. And, and we didn't have hours. it out there very bad. long. No. And so that's just our little spot poll. Um but I think that's that's interesting because that is kind of a landslide. Well, it's, um, so it goes, and I think, you know, it's, goes it's, along it's, with the piece. Yeah, I, I think that people thought it, it's kind of like everyone predicts that if you offer free trades, the place that's offering free trades, everyone's going to instantly move over there. And the truth is, very often when people are paying for something, they're paying for something because they value it. Yeah. In, in just a second, Bobby and I are going to have our takeaways for today's piece. But before we get to that, want to say a big thanks to Rocket Dollar. And by the way, if you're somebody who's looking at having real estate or peer-to-peer lending or maybe shares in a privately held company in your IRA or your solo 401k, you need to know about Rocket Dollar because it is what you do when you want to invest in anything different than the usual suspects offered in most brokerages. Uh, Rocket Dollar makes investments easy. Simply write a check out of your Rocket Dollar account. You never have to wait for a custodian to mail you a check or mail a check on your behalf. Super simple. Best of all, you get to keep all the tax protections of your existing IRA or 401k. Open a Rocket Dollar account today and take advantage of a world of investment opportunities. You get all of it for $15 a month and a one-time $360 setup fee. But for Money With Friends listeners, our friends at Rocket Dollar offering $100 off that setup fee by using Money With Friends when setting up your account. Head to rocketdollar.com forward slash MWF, by the way. It'll tell you how do you put money with friends right in there? $100 off. And it's funny because we're talking about fees. A lot of people, Bobby, think that a $360 fee is a ton of money when you look at like some of these exchange-traded funds. If you're trying to put real real estate or closely held stock in your IRA, 
the companies historically that have done that, the fees are way higher than a $360 setup fee. Yes. Much, I think that's a good deal. Much higher. Uh, let's do our takeaways. You go first, Joe. Oh, pressure on me. All right. You know, when I when, when I look at financial planning, I think of I think of holistically making everything dovetail so it reaches your goals. I think the biggest takeaway here is people thought that Robo Advisor was going to take over for Advisor. And what we're seeing, based on our friends helping us out on Instagram and this piece, it's not the case. And by the way, it never really should have been the case because if somebody's a good advisor, they're looking at things holistically. A robo advisor is not an advisor at all. It's a mechanical machine that allocates your portfolio and then keeps it tuned. Something you and I can do, but why take the time? Why not automate it? So while a robo advisor, really a robo investment tool is what it really is. One sixth, if you look at the College of Financial Planning, what a real financial planner does, uh, one sixth of what a financial planner actually does, and actually even not even that, one piece of one sixth of what a financial planner should do. Um, uh is it going to continue to gain ground? Yeah, it will. But is it uh, going to take over for financial advisors? If a financial advisor does their job, it shouldn't. Just should make it easier for all of us. I love that because I think you're also pointing out the value of someone looking, as you say, holistically at the total picture and understanding people's goals. And also a human, when, when you talk to somebody, you can learn what they don't always say. It's not always a math formula exactly where they need to go. Sometimes there's nuances to their goals that may not be picked up by a robot or by an algorithm or just a form. And and having a human in the process, I think, adds a lot of value. Um, My takeaway is that robo-advisors have yet to be tested. We didn't talk about this in a real market downturn. And Mm. that is when we're going to get a true candid picture of their place. And my hunch is that once you get past the beginner stage, this is what I talked about earlier, Joe, with young investors maybe trying out robos, but when the stakes get higher, many investors may want a human at least somewhere in the mix. You and OG, my partner on the Stacky Benjamins program, feel the same about that, that because behaviorally we do the wrong thing. And he said the same thing, Bobby. He's like, just wait. Just wait. You and he are on the same exact page. Just wait until the downturn happens because people will find a way to do the wrong thing. Well, and he's a CFP too, right? He is a CFP. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, they teach us a lot about the human factor in making these financial decisions. You do case studies and it it is money is, is personal. We are our own worst enemy. So, but we can also be your biggest help because you listen to Money with Friends. If people want to help us make the show, a couple ways to do that. Number one, hang out with us here on Facebook. We do these shows live with a Facebook audience, facebook.com forward slash iStackBenjamins. And Bobby, people also help us make the show by participating in your Instagram polls. Yes. And you can follow us on both Instagram and Twitter at Money Friends Pod. That's at Money Friends Pod. And stay close to the Instagram stories to participate in those polls that Joe's talking about. We are back here on Monday. Monday, we're talking about healthcare. Always fun t- talking about healthcare. I love this topic, though. We, we've got a really yes, good topic. It is a important with a capital I issue. Yeah. Important. Great stuff. So have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Bye bye. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel. 
and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show, and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.